welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. My name is Nick Maritato. And this is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Ash. And on this particular episode, we will be recapping The Challenge Season 32, Final Reckoning, Episode 10. That is right. And I believe this episode is called Redemption House of Cards. Oh. Like, you know, the show. They've been doing all of their, um, they've been naming all the episodes off of television shows. Yes, Growing Pains last week. Um, the week prior to that was Saturday Night Live Challenge. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, um, very Shane-feld. clever. Uh. Shane Feld. <laughs> Shane Feld would have been good. Oh, Shaneless. Shaneless. Shameless. There you go. Oh my God. How clever. How did you not, when did you Just now, right in this very moment when wow. you said that. it's interesting. Yeah. How did we not notice that before? I'm I embarrassed. I have no idea. So this uh, episode opened with Ashley giving us a last week on. Um, yeah. I will say that this Ashley, Brooke Roberts, that you're listening to right now, was coming in the house moments after a show. So I was kind of scattered. I was grabbing my notebook, grabbing a, a pens. A show you performed on. Correct. Yes. Uh, running to the couch. Thank you for clarifying. Running to the couch to take notes immediately. Um, I missed the first 30 seconds of this, and Nick wanted me to write down. He thought it was very important that Ashley Mitchell said, feeling naked without a new story. Without a new episode. Yeah, so I wrote that down for you, Nick. Well, you always do that. <laughs> you always mention the tedious detail of what cast member has said what corny pun. Oh, so you don't think it had any actual value. You were just doing that for me. I was doing that bec- for the listeners, for the oh. blowhards out there who need to know who was teeing up the last week on. Very, very sweet of you, Nick. So hey, you know what? I do it for you guys. It was Ashley Mitchell. She was giving us the last week on. She reminded us that Ashley and Kyle hooked up, that she was worried about Cara Maria finding out, that Josea and Cam had had a back and forth against Devon. Wait, Josea and Devon had gone up against Cam and Kaylee, sending Josea and Devon to the Redemption House, where they eventually pulled the double cross. Dub cross. Dub cross. They have a big decision to make in this episode. What team will they take with them to Armageddon, thus ensuring that team stays in the game? Because even if one of them loses, they still go to the Redemption House. But if you are not picked in the double cross face-off in the Armageddon soccer ball, then you go home. It's that simple, people. So this episode started out with Joss and Kaylee working out. We're seeing people working out. We're seeing people by the pool. This is main house day to day. Ashley's talking to Johnny. Ashley um, Ashley Mitchell's talking to Johnny Bananas. She said, do you remember roasting me at the pool uh, when you told me it was so nice of my grandmother to let me borrow her thighs to bring to the challenge? So Johnny um, is just, he, he has a history of teasing people, and they have not for." gotten he's a classic bully is what he is then amanda starts kind of going in on johnny about angela she's like um why are you even with her you know that if she wasn't in this house she wouldn't like you and johnny's sticking up for angela and you know what nick what i like it do you believe this at this point i do it's interesting i do believe that johnny seems to be he seems to be portraying that he's head over heels. He seems smitten. Over this woman more than I had 
seen him do in the past. A hundred percent. I mean, yes, he. There's a lot of times in which he was trying to keep all of his showmances off TV because he had a girlfriend for many years. But even with like Natalie last season, that was or fake as shit. Was it just seemed like no? It was there was no nothing. He didn't seem like he was um, smitten. I guess is a good way of saying it. This is great for Johnny because it is making him likable. The fact that Johnny can have a crush on someone and stick up for them makes him a human being. Also, the fact that he's got zero power in the house and it's it's. It shows like usually he has zero power in the house, but he does a good job of deceiving the audience and the rest of the house into thinking that he does have some power. Yeah. This season, he didn't really have anything going on. And like, it doesn't seem like everybody else seems to be not threatened by him anymore. I think that might be what it is. The rest of the cast um, aren't spending their entire interview time talking about Johnny Bananas, except for maybe Shane. Um, but not really. Shane's got moved on to really hating Jose and Devon. Shane's so. just taking everybody down in the house. It's yeah. not a part of his alliance. And I can't blame him. My favorite part about this scene is the fact that Marie is in the back cleaning the pool. I was like, who is that? That pool has to be Garoti. Cleaning the pool. It was Marie. She had a look on her face that said, get me the fuck out of here. I hate these people. That next scene, uh, the next scene happened in the Redemption House. We go straight to the Redemption House where Angela is talking about Shane and Nelson saying that Shane, that Nelson needs to step up to control his partner in the Shane and Nelson dynamic. I wrote down, Jose is doing some cute shit. I wonder what it was that he was doing. I don't know. That's the problem with recording the night <laughs> next morning. Um, no, I'm not too sure, but I will say that um, I kind of disagree with this whole uh, storyline or this whole line of thinking that's being pushed through, which is that Shane needs to quit what he's doing and listen to Nelson more and chill out. It's like number one, if he was doing, if he was playing the game like Nelson, he would be on there. There would be no. Um, um uh you know there there's no let's just say there's no episode so far called like uh Nelson in charge or something right. like you know what i mean yeah <laughs> my charles in charge i liked it <laughs> i thought you did a good job you know what i mean because he's not um there's doing no anything. saved by the nelson all, all you do is he has like these he, hey he, saved by the nelson saved by the nelson <laughs> or god nelson fornia dreams yeah uh, um, hey nelson <laughs> hey nelson which is of course hey dude uh, for all my uh, Nick heads out there. And I am talking about my personal fight Are you club. afraid of the Nelson? <laughs> uh, so, I, I just... I, 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 you... Like, what happened there? I want to know why people think that Shane is doing anything out of the ordinary that anybody would do who really wants to win and really wants to make a stamp on this show. Like, yeah. why is the, everybody being like, he's got to chill out? First of all, it hasn't gotten him in any hot water so right. far. No Not one's even putting all. him in the Armageddon. No, nothing. And two, he's had like two and a half episodes dedicated to him and his storyline. Yeah. That's like the best you can do on this show yeah. uh, besides winning a million dollars. And Nelson's like nowhere to be seen because he's playing a, he's playing a soft game. Yeah, he's I don't even know. I forget Nelson's it. on the show. I mean, he just has like, you know, he has like uh, interviews that seem scripted for him. It, it, Nelson, in my opinion, has been lackluster this season. Agreed. And maybe the season prior to this. 
And I just am not, even with um, his boy back in the house. I thought Hunter would breathe some life into the, the Nelson storyline. The, young, line, bucks, the young bucks are together again and nothing, nothing. Nothing. So this whole Redemption House scene is basically all about um, the fact that Jose and Davon have pulled the double cross. They get to pick the team they're going to go up against. And the whole Redemption House is trying to figure out who they're going to pick. How could they get picked? You know, Derek is like, it doesn't look good for Tori and I. Um, you know, we we want to go back to the main house. But, you know, Davon and Jose are not going to pick us. Especially because when they got to the Redemption House, we immediately started fighting with them tori then says maybe my favorite line of the episode which is like you know what you're angry let's go throw some fruit at the sidewalk yeah uh because i mean he wants to put his head through glass yeah like he's trying to smash things yeah and tori legitimately says listen you know how we deal with stuff like this let's go outside and throw some fruit at the sidewalk loved it it Goes to show you that there is nothing going on in the Redemption House. Redemption House is like purgatory. It seems the boring. House, you know what the Redemption House is? What? It's Big Brother. Yeah. It's Big Brother without the storylines. It is so boring. Then we have CT. He's flirting with Jose. He's like, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna do some politicking to get picked. And this felt just really stale. Hated this storyline. Could I pause right here? I just yeah. reminded myself of something. I want to give a quick uh, recommendation to any uh, real reality fans out there who also have uh, a crossover enjoying some British television. Everybody knows Big Brother started, I believe, in Europe. I, I assume in England. Um, and uh, it's huge over there. I mean, that is their thing, is Big Brother. They've had many shows sort of parodying it. Um, if you guys remember the television show Extras, uh, there was like a whole like um, special in which uh, Ricky Gervais's character was in Big Brother. And it was actually, that's a great show. As much, Whatever you think about Ricky Gervais, that's a great show and that's a great episode. I just found out about another five-part miniseries that Charlie Brooker made. Do you know who Charlie Brooker is, Ash? No. Nope. Uh, he's the man who created Black Mirror. Oh. And he did a five-part miniseries a couple of years ago called Dead End, which takes place in... A, a cul-de-sac? Nope. It takes place in the Big Brother house if the Big Brother house was attacked by zombies. Oh, that's cool. It's on YouTube. You guys should check it out. If you're into that kind sounds of dark awesome. comedy, zombie things, Black Mirror, and reality TV, it seems like it'd be right up your alley. So during this... That sounds great. Thank you for the rec, you're, Nick. You're welcome. I appreciate it. You're welcome. That's so, what I'm here for. So during this uh, CT flirting with Jose scene, Nick points out that the ass on CT's sweatpants is worn out. He's been doing so much sitting. Dude, when he's trying to seduce... Jose, he's doing a lot of ass work, um, and he work and he and he has his sweatpants. He kind of leans over to show his ass to Jose, and um, he his entire ass. Maybe he was sitting on something that was white, but to me, it looked like he'd been wearing those sweatpants since he entered the Redemption House. hasn't taken them off, and they've been getting a lot of work in the old ass. It it seems like he's been sitting on that on his ass in that Redemption House for however long they've been there. You know he, what he definitely hasn't been doing working is out. exercising. Yeah, he's not working out. Every time we see him complaining about um, Veronica, he's sitting on his yeah. behind. 
what a dud this season. Not yeah. his fault necessarily, maybe, but who knows? Um, so we see Natalie talking about how Jose is her million dollar friend. She would pick him to go into the Armageddon. He's definitely going to pick me and Polly. This is uh, a scene where the Redemption House is out on the town. They're all dressed up. They're at the bar. Derek is trying to woo Devon. It's not working. It looks bad for him. Um, Devon's not. It looks like not- it's working for a little bit. I mean, they're dancing. You know, they seem to be having a good time together. And then it immediately cuts to Devon being like, "This is not working." Yeah. He is ridiculous. And then it cuts to Angela saying, um, Derek is a scammer and a fraud. And Nick and I found this so interesting. Nick pointed out that no one has ever said anything nice about Derek not on these interview. shows. Not, especially not in an interview. Definitely not to his face, but especially not in an interview. I mean, to call him a scammer and a fraud. I mean, it's like, th- what hasn't been said about wow. this man in an interview? Yeah. They hate him. They, they do not like him. him. They do not like him. That takes us straight to a commercial break where we get to see that Corey is going to be on Teen Mom and Nick and I are both oh, gee. we I were confused we knew this we had heard a few months ago that this was coming out we had forgotten that Corey and Cheyenne and Ryder were going to be on Teen Mom OG they're not teens Give them their own show. Well, it's OG, so the OG people are, are well out of their teens. Yeah, but don't, if you're a teen mom OG, wouldn't you have to have been a teen mom yes, at some but point? I think they put him in there. I think they put um, them in there because it's more age appropriate. Because the teen mom OG were the were the original sixteen and pregnant cast. I which get was it. Like twenty years ago. I get so it. So they're older now. So maybe that's why. But here's the thing: they probably need to spice it up. They give prob- them their own show. To me, it seems like the one that is like heated because. Because, you know, me and you watched The Challenge Live, and for a while, um, it was being, uh, the the lead-in show for it was Teen Mom 2. Mm -hmm. Um, And Teen Mom 2 seems to be the one that everybody goes crazy for. Uh, We are not a Teen Mom household. We don't watch the show. Um, So, you know, um, but, I mean, if you remember this, Ashley, every time we would tune in about 10 minutes early for the challenge, there'd be another reunion or special for Teen Mom 2. They milked everything that yeah. they could. It's people like chasing one another around MTV studios, yeah. trying to kill one another in like reunions and in backstage and in offices. A couple of places I recognize when I work there. Yeah. Uh, so um, to see that uh, uh, our boy being thrown into this mix, I'm not a teen. It just didn't seem right because it's not that... It's not that he is on Teen Mom. It, it's that he's going to be a Teen Mom dad. Teen Ugh. Mom dads are disgusting. Oh, they're just you don't. They're the bottom be, of the barrel. You don't want to be a part of that elk. You know what I mean? Bring him back to the challenge. Let him have his day. He, he may not be a winner, Ash. He may not be a winner. And honestly, <sighs> I, I think Nelson should knock up Kaylee. And I think they should move over to that franchise as well. Come on. Freaking Corey made it to the final in Bloodlines. Get back his weird cousin who went to Michigan State with all the acne. Bring that guy back. Honestly, now that I say it, I think me and you heard some rumors that Nelson may be on... uh another show on this network yeah. which may be the feeder system to Teen Mom. We've so heard a knows, lot of shows, a lot of rumors, lots of shows. I'm kind of forward at this point. I, I don't know, guys. Just bring me back to the good old days of 2016. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. Do you know who my favorite person is on this season of The Challenge? No, but I'll tell you who mine is, and it's Davon. Who's yours? Jose. Oh, really? I, yeah, I swear. 
Yeah. Interesting. He has made such a turnaround from him being on Champs for Stars in oh, my God. head. He just, I felt bad for him most of the time. Are we traitors sort of to the challenge? No, they're just fun to watch on TV. They really are. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, I don't want to ruin the rest of this episode. So let's just continue. But just keep that in your mind. So that brings us to the main house where Brad has a clue. He's reading to the rest of the house about the double cross. Nick points out that Brad can't read the house. House is trying to figure out who is going to come you back. Not to write that down. <laughs> I told you not to write that down. <laughs> hey, all right, but now that you said it, and I'm not going to edit this thing, I might as well elaborate. When he's reading this text, he's like, "Okay, we got a text." Uh, <laughs> all right, so <clears throat> would if you would swing with your partner, like he, and then he finished it, and we finished it. He had this look of like, I did it, I did it. <laughs> It was stilted. It was very unnatural. It was fun to watch and make fun of. I enjoyed it. So now the main house cast is trying to figure out who is going to come back from the Redemption House. Then Marie is giving an interview telling us about the surveillance room. I will say the main house seems to think the surveillance room is a lot more interesting than it actually is. Question. Do you think that they've showed them a lot more stuff than they've showed us that they showed them? They must have. They must have. But it, it makes sense because what they use this little flashback for in this little sequence with Carmaria is to reinforce the fact that Kyle's a dog. Yeah, dog, a dog. We see Zach and Kara, um, Kara making out, and Zach says that Kara is a loner. Um, he says he feels bad for her with this whole Kyle situation. He says that Zach, uh, Zach will always have Kara's back, and Kara will always have Zach's back. And then he says he'd rather take a bullet than watch Jenna hook up with someone else. In the house. Wow, Zach. Wow. Um, Cara then says, what I have with Zach is unspoken. I'm not sure why we got this little bud romance between these two, but we did. Here's why. Here's what I think. I'm ready. He's going to throw her under the bus at some point. Uh, We're going to flash back to this scene in, a, in an episode, and uh, he's going to throw that team under the bus. Because then he go he talks about um, how his partner... I have a I have an unspoken thing with Kara, yeah. but my partner hates her. Yeah. And uh, so I think that's going to come to bite somebody in the behind pretty yep. soon. Yep, 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 yep. Then we have a scene. Nick points out that there is a Fab Fit Fun water bottle in the background. It's very exciting. There is a subscription service called Fab Fit Fun. I am not advertising for it. They do not pay us anything. But they do seem to have some sort of uh, an alliance, an allegiance with MTV because I have seen their products on the Jersey Shore. I've seen their products on X on the Beach and the Challenge. Marie was wearing some earrings from their um, spring collection. Can I... Can I throw in my two cents? Yeah, please. I believe that FabFitFun and those subscription services send all of these stars these things yeah. and ask them to sort of review them and use them on TV yeah. so that people like you and I talk about it uh, and free promotion for them. God, we're just falling into the trap. Because let's not forget, M- Marie's in this thing for free clothes and, yeah. free, and free shit. As she should be. You know, she's not even really trying to win. She just wants she just wants her numbers to get up on social media high enough that she can be like a sponsored person. Yep, 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 yep. Um, that brings us to the Redemption House, where we get Angela saying that she's going to come for everybody in the main house. And then we get Natalie and Polly talking again about Jose and their friendship, which brings us back to the main house, where Marie is talking to Johnny. Who do you want to come back? She asks. And Johnny says, of course, I want Faith and Angela to come back. 
That brings us to Armageddon. It's clearly cold as everybody filters into the half soccer ball. They're wearing their winter jackets. It's been freezing so far. Main house. Um, we're looking at them standing on their little light board. And this is this cast has been thinned out. There are uh, noticeably blank squares for people to stand on. It looks smaller. I'm thinking, wait a minute. Is this season coming to an end? And it turns out it actually is. We see a promo later on that says, watch the last few episodes of the show. So I'm guessing we're going to get maybe two more episodes of the main show. Then we're going to get maybe a reunion and maybe a follow-up episode, something like that. I'm shocked. I feel like this whole season I've been waiting for this show to amp up. Well, this is episode 10, so I don't know. I mean, I thought this episode was kind of ramped. And honestly, uh, the the fact that there aren't that many people in the main house also is due to the fact that the Redemption House is at its max. And when that happens, there's usually the least amount of people in the main house. So, uh, TJ, okay, yep. So they're all in Uh the soccer ball. And then TJ says, okay, uh, Jose and Devon, you two two pulled the double. And then Jose cuts him off and he goes, TJ. Uh, no offense, TJ looks pissed as hell. He's like, I just want to go ahead and say that the library is open. He looks at the Redemption House cast. He says, do you want to read the main house cast? And that is when the Redemption House cast goes into it. Angela first. She goes after wait, pretty wait, much. Wait, TJ doesn't say that. No, I said Jose cuts oh, him okay, off and okay, says okay. that. And TJ looks pissed. Mm-hmm, mm, sorry, There's sorry. a moment of annoyance that filters over TJ's I, I face. Gonna, I was going to think that for a second. I was like, did you think TJ was like, you know what, guys? Y'all need to read this cast. No. Go. I didn't think TJ said that. I thought TJ looked uh, a little shocked. Now, did you know what this meant? Yes. You know what this meant pre the explanation of what a read is from whoever told us what a read is? Yes. Okay, good. Did you? Yes, I did. Okay. There's well. a podcast called The Read. Did oh, you know look at us. Mm-hmm. We're a little two little podcasters tapped in mm-hmm. to pop culture. Actually, I believe it's uh, 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 gay culture. Look at us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how I learned about The Read, but I knew about, I know it context wise and i've heard it. people if you don't know, talk if you don't about know it terminology like reading somebody you're just not in it right you're not now. with it you just don't know what's happening get with it so angela really just goes after everyone this is peak angela um honestly i wish we could have seen a little bit more uh if if davon was not my favorite this season i think angela would have been uh really enjoyed her addition to the challenge really wish she um could have we could have been more of a spotlight on her but she really goes into some people appreciate that Natalie goes after people, especially Cam. Um, and then Faith calls out Kyle. She says, Kyle, you're the biggest pimp in the house. You slept with me and Ashley. And then we get a little interview moment with Cara Maria being like, damn, I didn't even know he had slept with Ashley. So this read segment I thought was pretty interesting because um, you got uh, Angela going first. And she really brings all the fire of a bad girls clubhouse. Lover. Screaming, yelling, talking shit, clapping out her uh, her uh, her words. I mean, it was it was pretty wild. It was pretty entertaining. Um, she even says, look, nobody has anything to say. I mean, nobody did have anything to say. It was kind of wild. Uh, then it moves to Natalie. It was the weakest. Yeah. It was so tough to watch her after Natalie was like, you know what? Fuck all you bitches. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. She was doing it with like a lot of, uh, you know, uh, bravado and then moved to Natalie. Natalie's like, and then I have something to say as well. <laughs> I just want to say that something. 
you know, and it was just like, oh, you should have yeah. went first. You yeah. Know? Anyway. Natalie. Ooh, that Natalie's girl. Tough. She is tough. I would like to see I, what is redeeming about Natalie. Uh, what is I don't it? know. I hope she finds it in the redemption house, though. Oh, I hope my she does. God. I don't know. Maybe so, she's not going there. I don't know. I really you don't know. know. I don't know yet. Well, we don't know what's going to happen. We, But I think the most important part of this scene, though, is the fact that Faith calls out Kyle for sleeping with Ashley. Now, Cara Maria knows. And that's going to be a little bit of a problem for Ashley because Cara Maria and Ashley do have a, uh, a, a history, a friendship. They might have been on the same side of an alliance once or twice, whereas Faith had no no um no ties to car maria before she started hooking up with kyle so jose and davon tj asks, you've pulled the double cross what team do you want to bring with you into the pit then we have a commercial break we come back we learn that davon said davon and jose they say thank you angela and faith for showing us what a real alliance looks like we really appreciate playing with you this season but at the end we got to go with big brother we're going with paulie and natalie yeah smart move um angela and johnny they say goodbye to each other uh johnny says slide into my dms to her you know i think i think angela is fun she's feisty i think johnny's an old man and Mm. i think he enjoys having someone bring a little zest a little youth and he can say things like slide into my dms to her and i think it makes him feel cool um i really do so this elimination this is a this is a pyramid type uh structure it's moving it has four sides two there's a puzzle on each side and then each team has to finish complete each puzzle whoever can complete the two puzzles in the shortest amount of time wins um I don't fully understand why this is difficult. I guess completing a puzzle while the pyramid is slowly rotating is really what it's going to be about. Completely unenthused on this one. Yeah. I thought this one was boring. I thought it was really boring, Compared too. to the last one, people almost froze to death. Yeah. In a, in a, or in, froze slash drowned. Yeah. Now, here's the thing with this. Um, Jose... TJ gives them the option of going first or going second. Jose picks going first, which to me, I was like, oh, you're going to lose. You, what a rookie mistake. Always go second. Watch that first team go and learn from them. Um, so Jose and Davon, they go, they, f- they fix their first puzzle. Polly and Natalie go. Uh, they do not fix their first puzzle in the first segment. They then have another timed segment to go fix their second puzzle where uh, Polly and Natalie are trying to fix their first puzzle and their second puzzle. It doesn't work. Jose mm. and Davon win. Mm. <clears throat> then Cam is yelling at Natalie. You yelled at me. That's why you lost. That's karma. Natalie says you're not God. This is the thing I don't understand. Cam keeps being like, it's karma, it's karma. But Cam, you voted Natalie and Polly in there in the first place. You went against their friendship the first thing. Wouldn't that be I don't understand the initial karma game at this point. I don't don't either. I I, uh, Cam's losing me. I'm gonna say it. She's losing me. I, I she just seems every time someone throws her in or calls her name, she's like upset she keeps saying it's karma she's yelling at people i mean i love that she wins i love her athletic ability she seems to be a great partner her and kaylee are cute as shit 
But her interview game is bad. She just yells at the camera. And her interpersonal game with other players in the house is not interesting. It it's just seems to be sort of like a poor sportsmanship type situation. So, you know, I've always been a big Cam fan. And I will say that the past few episodes, uh, she's starting to lose me. And it's actually kind of making me feel bad. It's kind of bumming me out. Yeah, you know, uh, I just I, I just think her interviews aren't very good. I, I don't like her inter- her interviews don't seem um, intimate. Yeah, I like an intimate interview. I like it to seem like that they're sort of getting down to it. Uh, she seems to sort of um, I don't know. She needs a couple more seasons to sort of get her interview interview game up. There's not many newbies, and she's still a newbie uh, who can kill that part of this show. Um, as I mentioned a few episodes ago, there are a few people who are the storytellers. Yeah. And those are people that have been here for a decade. So it's, um, it's you know. Except for Davon, who is so far, I think, has gotten more interview Davon's, segments. Davon's really good. Um, but she she's came just from... kind of um, entertaining and energetic. Yeah. Uh, and I'm more talking about people talking as if it's happening really. Like we're, we're inside of their head at the moment. Right. And, uh, you know, as I've mentioned before, those people, you know, uh, Car Maria is yeah. one of those people. So Polly and Natalie, since they lost, they're going back to the Redemption House. Um, back at the main house, Hunter is upset that Ashley lied to him. That's right. Ashley, after Ashley and Kyle slept together, Hunter asked her point blank, did you sleep with him? Ashley said, no, I did not sleep with him. Now he is learning that she did, in fact, sleep with him. And that she lied to his face. She's my partner, he says. <sighs> I don't know. I can never trust someone once they lie to me. And then he says, I'll throw down to get my way. Mm. Which Nick and I did not understand. And, yeah. and I wrote down, what does that mean? What, what is, does that mean? What's He's he talking beat about? Her up? I, yeah. I don't get it. Kara is upset about Ashley for the um, thing that I had previously mentioned, which is the fact that they have a past relationship. And that Ashley didn't talk to Kara about hooking up with Kyle, that brings us straight to a daily. Thank God. You got to be kidding me. We get an elimination and a daily. I'm over the moon. Welcome to Oak Valley, TJ says. Um, The losers of this of this uh, daily are going to go straight home. That's right. This is a purge challenge. No, they go straight to the Redemption House. Excuse me. They're not even going into Armageddon. The losers go straight to the Redemption House. This is a purge challenge. This is how we lost CT and Veronica. Wow. This is called dunking for dinner. One uh, partner is tied upside down. The other partner has a lever. The person with the lever gets to pull and and push. I don't know how you say that. Raise and lower their partner on a lever into a bucket of water where they have to fish with their mouth for bags. Once they have uh, gotten all the bags. Hopefully you get all 11 in the time allotted. Then the partner who is pulling on the lever has to eat as many plates as they can of disgusting food in 15 minutes. Now, this is the important part. This is the thing Nick and I did not understand. We were like, wouldn't you just want to get fewer plates if you were dunking because you wouldn't want to put your partner through all that nasty eating? No, the idea is whoever can eat the most plates and the amount of time is the winner. Here is the thing. If your partner that's dunking only gets you six plates to eat, you're starting off already at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. If your partner gets you 11 plates to eat, then you might make it to eight and that person with six plates is going to win by, I mean, lose by default. Mm. Does this make sense to you, Nick? Yes, now it does. 
great. So we have um, up on the, the plates of food that we're eating are some chicken feet, some lamb's intestines, and some fish roe. Honestly, stuff that doesn't look that gross. I was like, I'd eat they've that. Got, they've had worse. Yeah. They've had worse. Although the way that uh, you know later when we see some of these people eat it, it does seem pretty bad. It just seems bland. It just mm-hmm. seems, it looks just like it's dry and it's bland. They're not putting salt and pepper on this food. I think what? that's a real big issue. Put salt and pepper out there, man. I love that uh, they're wearing these cool body glove vests. I was really into their mm. attire in 90s, this. 90s, baby, 90s. Um, yeah. You know, so Shane and Nelson, Nelson's Duncan Shane all over the place. Sylvia's like, what is happening with Nelson? Shane and Nelson are fighting. Sylvia says, once again, Joss and I have no communication and yet we do well. Um, um, it, da, 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 da. Cam and Kaylee are being cute. They're working together. Then Johnny is, is um, Tony is dunking Johnny so that Tony is going to eat. And Johnny says, thank God Tony's going to eat because this man's a human, human lunchbox. Yeah, I thought that there wasn't like enough, um, there wasn't enough backstory on Tony and his food. I mean, if, if Tony made his entire uh, personal redemption based on eating disgusting food in the past few seasons if you're gonna show us veronica's fucked up pinky then show us tony eating all that mayonnaise well they did that with hunter they used hunter they all of a sudden hunter is the guy who eats all the food it's it's weird i I, I don't really remember that being part of his storyline part of his backstory i do remember tony what happened to tony time i don't know tony's not getting anything this season he He must not be doing shit He he must be just sitting around like, I mean, he's really just not doing anything. Now, something interesting that I found out on Twitter, Nick, that I, you don't know and you're going to find out right now, is that there was some sort of a power play involved with this elimination. And Zach and Shane were able to add extra plates to someone's uh, table that they had to eat before they could start eating their actual plates. And that was, the, the person they picked was Jose. He had to eat three extra plates of nasty shit before he could start working on his team plates they edited that out how do you feel about that i don't like it i don't either did was there any reasoning why on the internet that people could figure out why no no one could figure out why i didn't actually look that deep i just saw car maria's tweet about it um and i just assumed it's because it was already such a heavy jose episode that's the only thing i could think of yeah i don't know so everybody's eating their food. Everybody's uh, going for it. The partners that aren't eating their food, they have the little puke bucket. We get some fun uh, sound clips where Hunter says, ultimately, it is a science. Didn't really fully understand what he was talking about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was, he, he was like... Uh... He was like, "All right, so like you got if you eat the 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 row, the egg, the egg sacks, but you got it. You got to mix in a little bit of uh, uh, moisture. Uh, what was the other Pig, foods? Uh, chicken feet moisture? Chicken feet. Um, that adds the moisture. You have to eat them together. So honestly, ultimately, it is a science. Like I mean, <laughs> he just wanted to make it seem, and he wasn't joking. Yeah, he wanted to make it seem the fact that he could eat a lot of shitty food fast a science that there was some sort of science behind it backing it up. Yeah, and I find that I found that to be funny. This is a fun. Um, I, I I hate food challenges. I really do. I really hate the puking. Um, it's but, disgusting. But something I enjoyed with this challenge in particular. It's how supportive everybody was of their partner. There seemed to be a lot of love going between Davon and Jose and Kaylee and Cam until the end when Hunter and Ashley won. So now the battle for last place has begun 
And that battle seems to have come down to Car Maria and Cam going head to head, seeing who can eat the most before the time is up. Cam is taking her sweet time. She does have more plates than Cara. So theoretically, she should be, if she ate all of her plates, then Cara and Marie would have lost. Um, but Cam didn't eat all of her plates. And in fact, she's on plate three. And the way that it is edited makes it look like Cara Maria is also on plate three. So we will find out next week who lost this challenge coming down to Car Maria and Cam. Who's going straight to the Redemption House? Will it be Car Maria and Marie, where Cara can meet up with her lover, Polly and Natalie? Or will it be Cam and Kaylee, where Cam can meet up with her ex-friend, now enemy, Natalie? Who, who do you want? knows? I would like it to be Car Maria and Marie, just because I, I feel like Car Maria and Polly deserve some boning time. Oh, I want uh, Cam to go in there because I want Cam and uh, Natalie to fight. Ooh. So there you go. There you go. You love a fight. That was the episode. Um, We loved it. Uh, We will be here next week recording the recap for next week's episode of Final Reckoning. As always, please rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at realityblowspod. Follow me on Twitter at Ashley B. Roberts. And find Nick on Instagram at Nick Maritato, M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. As always, may the TJ be interrupted. And also, eating is a science.